What's up, everybody? My name is Jordan the Giant Kassat, and you're listening to the Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast, Episode 17. I'm joined by my co-host, Joe. What's up, man? It is uh, currently Monday before mm-hmm. Raw this yeah. week. It's a very early recording. Usually we record on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. But I uh, wanted to talk about these shows before they uh, leave our brains forever into the depths of yeah. whatever else is going on in there. So. We have three huge shows to talk about, so I don't mind having an early show in the week. Um, whatever, if anything spectacular happens on Raw tonight, it won't be on this show because uh, you'll be listening to this a couple days after Raw. But um, Or maybe I'll put it up tomorrow. Who knows? We'll, we'll figure that out. But we're going to talk about Night of Champions, NXT Battleground, and AEW Double or Nothing. A lot of great stuff, a lot of great wrestling. Um, do you want to get into it right away? Let's do it. All right. Saudi Arabia, Night of Champions. Um, this show, I was driving when it started. Uh, I, so I, I, okay. So, th- full disclosure, guys, I mm-hmm. have to, the way that I have to watch these Saudi Arabia shows is I'm asleep during the day because I work nights and I have to wake up halfway through my sleep to, to watch these. Like, I, I go to sleep at 9 a.m. and wake up at 5 p.m. So, I had to wake up at noon, my time to watch it from noon to three and then try to sleep for two more hours right after the show. So was this, forget, show this, is, the, this is the one <laughs> show that I'm going to be a little, a, a, a little off on. Um, okay. I watched the show. I didn't watch uh, all of NXT. So you'll cover more of NXT than I will. Yes, I did. I did watch all of NXT. <laughs> so, so I was driving when night of champions started cause it was midday and I decided to go to the card store and I pulled into taco bell to, to watch uh, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Um, that was the opening match, uh, the world heavyweight championship on the line. Dude, you uh, need to, you need to manage your time better. <laughs> I know. I know. I, oh, yeah. let me, let me, I, even though I'm home and I'm not doing much, I'm going to go to the card store. Well, right. Right. When the pay-per-view <laughs> starts, I'm going to hear, Oh, it's almost one o'clock. Oh, it's time to go to the card store and get some Taco Bell. Yeah. You could talk to my boss. I'm very, very bad at time management, but, um, I, I woke up late and I told my brother I'd take him to the card store and we went and yeah, we, we just hung out. So it, 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 it was a little bit later than we wanted to be out. So I wanted to be home in time, but I was not. So we stopped. We watched this match on my phone. Um, great match. Incredible match. I, I loved it. Uh, Seth Rollins wins the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, yeah. What do you think of this match? Uh, I mean, it just proved what everybody knows. It's two of the best workers uh, in the in the world, technically, and just overall. The these two guys, you, you know, it's going to be a good match, and it was. Um, and Rollins is the first ever, so I guess they're not using the lineage of the old one. I guess they're starting uh, fresh. At least not on WWE's website. The lineage isn't set up that way. I, honestly, in my brain, I, I'm still going to use like the old WWE lineage just because uh, it's easier to keep track of. Like It's so goofy. Now they're going to have two separate lineages of titles that are named the exact same thing. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so wh- how do you feel about this show, this match starting the show instead of main eventing? Uh well, there was like the rumor that that um that Seth Rollins would be leaving to go do filming stuff, which proved to be basically untrue because like halfway through the night, or like three quarters of the way through the night, they did like a backstage interview with him. So I don't know where those rumors came from. 
Well, the but, backstage interview looked like he just got out of the ring. Like he was still in his gear and he was still oh, like okay. so, so I, it might have been taped and then and yeah. then aired later in the show. Well, yeah. maybe he if he did have to go film do some filming commitments, because it was him and Becky mm-hmm. to start the show. So yeah, maybe sure. maybe they did their match and then and then dipped. So sure, I don't know. It's possible. Um apparently he will be on Raw tonight, but I mean they've said that in the past and it was just a video package. But I hope he's on they're, Raw. They're gonna show his NXT championship win versus gender this week, and then they're gonna show his <laughs> WWE Championship win, his cash in, and th- then the next week they're going to show him versus Finn Balor at SummerSlam mm-hmm. 2016. Yeah, they'll just, just go uh, through every big match of his career until he yeah. finally shows up. I'm starting to think that he has a, a slightly bigger role than I uh, assumed. In this, is he Captain America himself? <laughs> yeah, right. He's going to be on the poster. He's the main. Yeah, villain. yeah. He he's just. He, it turns out he is the the main villain. No, that's, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I was thinking of this last night. What if mm-hmm. what if a WWE wrestler got uh, – I don't know if you watch the show The Boys, but what if a WWE wrestler got a role in a show like that, like a more mm. adult-themed sure. – do you know what The Boys is? Like, oh, what, yeah. what if what if they got a, a role in that, like an adult-themed show where it's like – I don't even know if the WWE would be able to promote that or if they would allow them to do it. I love The Boys. It's incredible. Um, John Cena did Peacemaker, which I would – it's not quite as extreme as The Boys, but it's sure. pretty extreme. Um, I don't think they really promoted that, though. He but, also wasn't I, – I remember them saying a couple yeah. words about it, but he also wasn't, like, heavily affiliated with sure. it at the time. Like, yeah. I, I mean, like, what if, like, a full-time guy, you know, got – like, what if Sheamus was in was in The Boys as, as part of uh, the – the what's the guy's name that, that – uh, runs the the anti vot group. Um, Huey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. The the like grizzled uh, Punisher type guy that's Australian. Oh, uh, Butcher. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. if Sheamus had a role with Butcher or something? Yeah, and like was doing some crazy shit in that show. See, they, they probably wouldn't promote <laughs> it. So they might say he's in the new show, the or the show, the boys. Um, and they might say. Uh, Viewer discretion advice or something. They might like shout it out, but I don't think they'd be promoting it heavily. Yeah, watch out, guys. You might see Sheamus' <laughs> penis because they do a lot of that in that show. Yeah, um, the show's wild, dude. Anyway, <laughs> it is. It's good, but I, I don't know if they'll really be promoting. I'm sure they will say, "Oh, look, Seth Rollins is in the number one movie in the world." Kind of like they. Oh, just I'm did. sure. Yeah, with yeah. Batista and all that. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if they how high they would promote a, a uh, M-rated show or whatever, but who right. Knows? I don't know if we're gonna get. I there, don't know. But... This is the same company that did it, did see no evil with Kane. So a hundred years ago. So definitely... it was also PG era though. It was yeah, right when so. PG era started. So. Yeah. But yeah, Seth Rollins is the new world heavyweight champion. Very good match. Very good match. Um, then we go on to Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch. Uh, I love Becky's attire here. She, she kill Bill. Um, we had um, Zoe Stark interfere in this match and help Trish Stratus beat Becky Lynch. What do you think of this matchup? Um, I wasn't sold on this feud until the last uh, segment that they did, that contract signing. That kind of helped it quite a bit. I thought that was really well done in retrospect. I don't I don't remember quite what I said on the show last week about it, but I've watched it a few times since then, and I think it was probably their best piece of work that they've done since uh, beginning the feud. I think the inclusion of uh, Zoe Stark is fresh. It's something different. And the rub that Trish is going to be able to give her will, will, is yeah. going to be a lot of help. You know, Do you think that, 
we might get Becky and Lita versus Trish and Zoe and then have another blow off for Becky versus Trish. That could be fun. Do do yeah. the tag match at Money in the Bank or something. And yeah. then do do the final match between Becky and Trish at uh, SummerSlam. Obviously. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. I I like how Trish is actually showing up every week and he, she's kind of having like a real run right now. It's kind of fun. Um, even if she's not the greatest in ring anymore, but I, I thought the match was pretty solid. It it wasn't a bad. No, match. Th- there was nothing. This was the match that I was like really tired for, but yeah. I, I thought it was fine mm-hmm. from, for from sure. what I saw. Um, then we had uh, Gunther defeating Mustafa Ali to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Ali getting a little more uh, action than I thought he would, um, but I, I thought this was a pretty decent match as well. Like um, a nice Intercontinental Championship match. Uh, Mustafa Ali coming out, kind of, kind of hometown crowd, um, which not hometown at all, but you know what I mean. Like he, he kind of right. gave it that vibe, uh, very special for him. WWE definitely leaned <laughs> into the hey, he's Middle Eastern, so yep. let's let's try to get him some support. Yeah, I liked his promo on the press conference where he's like, "I'm gonna do this in front of people who look like me, who talk like me," and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, I mean, it it, it kind of works. Um, it's still a little weird but hey it it, it kind of works i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get on wb's case about it but you know how they are with that type of stuff they they this is the same show that uh right when gunther came out they use nazi imagery for his entrance once again um, yeah that they, was can't, they can't stay away from it <laughs> yeah i well it was like his face in black and white on a yeah it, it's yeah. it's it's uh, his face in white with black outline. Like, what does that look like? You know, like, come on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. With, that, and how it's that. big red banners hanging <laughs> hanging down. Like, bro. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. How what's much worse. more on the nose can you be about it? They probably just looked <laughs> up. They probably just looked up stereotypical Austrian uh, German, yeah. uh, and then they just saw a bunch of Nazi stuff. It's all. Hmm. Ah, that's yeah. not a Swatska. It will pass. That's mm-hmm. what, no, yeah, definitely uh, questionable. Um, I don't know if that's worse or blackface uh, the next night, but we'll we'll get into that. Well, we'll uh, definitely we'll definitely <laughs> hopefully not be seeing that uh, no, AI agree. augment on his entrance tonight on Raw. I hope they it's have- gone forever because that was kind of absurd. Yeah, I would hope that they see the uh, outrage, which I didn't see as much outrage as you'd think you would see, but I no. hope they seen it. I hope it was enough to them. For them to be like, yeah, let's not do that again. Well, it was not too long ago that they did that um, that promo package that they included a video of like concentration camps and stuff. Yeah, I don't think that was on purpose. I think that was a that one. That one was <laughs> more more of an yeah. accident. Um, but this one is a little bit more bl- like. But ugh. this is it's the same dude they tried to name Gunther Stark. Yeah. So it's, now, yeah, if that Auschwitz picture was in a Gunther. Um, video package, I think we could raise a little bit more question, but it was in a Dominic Mysterio prison package. Yeah, yeah. I think they just looked up prison and accidentally got footage of concentration camps, (laughs) which is not good. Yeah, but people were probably like, how would they not know that that picture was Auschwitz? I'm like, it it just looks like a prison. I would not have known if I was just looking for stock footage. (laughs) It'd be different. It would be different if it it was like the, because like Auschwitz has a very notable like archway in the front. Sure. I think yeah. If that if that was the picture, then it, I'd be like, yeah, I think they fucked up and put that in there. But no, it was just a random. It looked yeah, like a, it was like a wall. Yeah, it was like a yard and a wall. Like, yeah, I don't know. So. But this uh, Nazi looking uh, thing they did for Gunther definitely a little bit more questionable. I Dude, hope they don't it, do it, it just again. keeps it just keeps 
popping up every couple months. It's like you guys yeah. have to stop. <laughs> yeah. You have to. But yeah, um, Gunther looking strong though. Uh, I love Gunther, but yeah, I, I don't like Nazis, so we gotta like make him not. Yeah, stay away from that, please. Yeah. Um, up next, we had a uh, honestly a shock for me, but Asuka defeating Bianca Belair. Um, Bianca Belair's reign has come to an end. Um, not the first big reign to come to an end this weekend, but what uh, oh, is the first? It's the first one that happened, but not the only one. Asuka wins. I thought it was a very creative finish where she had the mist on her hand and like rubbed in her eyes when she was up uh, for the finish. And yeah, Asuka- they, I, the commentary team referenced that it's a great mood of finish, and it definitely <laughs> is because I've I've actually seen him do that a few times in in matches that I've messed around watched on YouTube and. Um, Oscar, like she's had you recently, especially with the mist. She's she's had a lot of these creative finishes that have come from other mist users, and it's kind of fun. It's a lot, it's a lot different storytelling wise. And um, I thought this was good. She had it on her hand and put it in her eyes. And um, apparently, the report is that Bianca is taking a little break. Okay, she she earned it. I, I don't mind that at all. Absolutely. I know she has. She has a reality show coming out in a couple months at some point on Hulu. So maybe she'll go do some press for that or some filming for that or something. I know she's trying to get into the acting world. She signed with a huge agency, which actually I think is Endeavor, uh, before Endeavor bought WWE. But, um, yeah, I, I could see Bianca taking some time off. And uh, she deserves it, honestly. Uh, Asuka run the division for a little bit to see what we can get going on here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Oscar's a great dude. Wrestler, I, I'm so glad that Oscar got reinvigorated with the with oh, the absolutely with the face paint. She's so cool, dude. I agree, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, congratulations to Oscar. Up next, the other women's championship match: Rhea Ripley defeats Natalia in 70 seconds on Natalia's birthday. Dude, I was wrong <laughs> about this match. Last yeah. week, I said that this match should only go about seven minutes. They gave it a minute nine. That's all it got. Crazy. Yeah. You said seven minutes. They said no, seventy seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, this was this was wild. Um, so wasn't it something that Dominic did that like led to a distraction? Um, I I'm not sure actually. I know I, I, I know it had something to do with Dominic. So. Yeah, I this match here, I um. I it was a blink if you miss it type of type yeah. of ordeal. So I ran out to my car to grab something, and like when the match was starting, I come back in and Rhea Ripley won. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was that quick. Um, but I know she ran her into the ring steps and hit her with her finisher, and it was over. So gotcha. super quick match, um, seventy seconds. I yeah, I didn't go back. I mean, I, I, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this this match in her reign is not really going to matter. We knew that, no. that something like this would happen. Natalia's not taking the belt off of Rhea Ripley, so no. um, really, it's not all, all that important. This is probably the least important match her. of the card. So, yep, I agree. Not, not of not of the weekend, but of the card. Yeah. Um, so. yeah. Up next, Brock Lesnar defeats Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes with a broken arm. I like the spots where Cody just has this titanium arm and he's hey, smacking. I told you I told you he'd have a cast and he'd be using it yep. as a weapon. So yeah he's smacking Brock over the head with it. Pretty vicious uh but uh Brock does get him and he passes out in the Kamora lock uh, from okay the- slight <laughs> problem with this slight problem with this sure. as somebody who's watched the UFC uh, for years growing up a Kimura is the type of hold that somebody's in for a maximum 30 seconds before they tap or snap. It is not a hold that induces a pass out from pain. That that that's only a yeah. sleeper hold 
that that uh, forces airways to be mm-hmm. closed, or you know, leg locks and arm holds do not make you pass out. They break your bones, like we saw yeah. in Raw. That was a more accurate de- description. This a little weird. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a lot of people were like, "Oh, it was kind of like the Stone Cold Steve Austin passing out from the sharpshooter." Yeah, no. Stone Cold Steve Austin was also bleeding buckets, so he was yes. passing out from blood loss. Um, yes. I, I didn't mind it, but I do I'm, like. They should either had him bleeding, like he made Rock bleed, um, or they should have just had him tap out. Like I, I get keeping I, him, look, I, make him look strong, but I don't think passing out makes him look that I, much stronger. I get, I get why they did it though, because mm-hmm. they their their explanation would more than likely be that due to the titanium cast, that the arm couldn't take any more structural damage, yeah, so Brock but- could crank on it all he wanted but i i don't know man it is just weird you know here, like it didn't make a lot of sense to me here here's my problem with it he has a fucking broken arm it, it's it's not a real broken arm it's a fake he would instantly arm. tap if this yeah. was like real you know like it, but how, it just it, like it's supposed to be an escape matches are supposed to be an escape from reality and like but still have a sense of realism like yeah. that finish did not give me like and believe it or not that wasn't the most crazy finish of the of the weekend but Mm -hmm. this match really was like a head scratcher for me i was was a little confused yeah no i agree it's just i i kind of flat with this fake injury how long is he going to be selling this injury like well he sold the ribs for for like three months and and he stole and he sold the peck when he came back for quite a while so yeah but like it's his arm like how long does it take for an arm to break he's still wrestling on it like he needs to let it i don't i don't understand why he's gonna have to if he wants to let this uh angle play out he's gonna have to wear that cast for like the next six months yeah it's ridiculous you know how many figures are gonna be ruined by cody casts uh, I hope they do a removable cast, like that you can take it off. Like, just... like the like the Bob Orton one. They <laughs> yeah. can just use that one, but make it use... black. Yep. But yeah, I don't know what they're doing with that broken arm. I'm I'm sure it's kind of like when Dusty Rhodes broke his leg. It's like it's like that. Hard, it's part of the hard times. He's gonna come back and he's gonna end up. That's absolutely what they're doing. They're doing yep. a they're doing a Dusty angle, but it's like kind of just the weirdest way to go about it. Sure, I thought you it was know, good. Like, match, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. The body of the match was 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 really well done. It's just the finish was a little odd. Yeah, I agree. So, I don't think the execution was all the way there. Yep. Um. So yeah, Brock Lesnar wins. I'm sure we'll get a rematch at, probably at SummerSlam. Um. Up next, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeat Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa to retain the tag titles. Um. The Usos come in on here. A lot of really good moments in this match. A lot of really good moments. What do you think? Okay, so this is when I started to fall back asleep because I'd been up for like two and a half hours, and I have not rewatched this match. Um, I I caught like the very beginning and some of the ending. I I know that I I watched basically when the Usos came around. That's that's mm-hmm. I did see Jimmy Uso come in and eventually cost Roman and and Solo the titles, or yeah, the title match inadvertently, and then decide yeah. oh well screw it and kick roman in the head and uh yeah. jay's standing there perplexed and jimmy's telling him that we should have done this a long time ago and he had it coming and yeah mm-hmm. pretty heavy stuff so 
Hell yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I think that you called the end of the match, which was the most important part, uh, the storytelling of the Usos coming in. Uh, yeah. I don't know where, where they're going to go from this, uh, but I have to assume we're going to get the Usos versus Roman and Solo. Um, and probably the Usos winning, and then Roman gets pissed off at Solo. Then we get Roman versus Solo. Uh, we'll probably get, honestly, we'll probably get Roman versus Jimmy at Money in the Bank. Then we'll probably get Usos versus Roman and Solo at SummerSlam. And then we'll probably get Roman versus Solo sometime after that. Um, and then. No, more, no Roman versus Jay? Oh, yeah, we'll probably get Roman versus Jay again, too. But Jay has to, like, I don't know what he's doing right now. Like, he's just so conflicted. It's very, he's very good at acting. It's, I, I want to see, I want to see uh, Paul Heyman wrestling. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, my buddy, uh, Chris Madison, uh, he said that at the end of the, at the end of the time when the bloodline's over, Roman Reigns can say he's the head of the table, table for one. So I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know where this is going to go, but I'm very excited to see where it does. But yeah, yeah um, hopefully the bloodline story starts heating up uh, mm-hmm. some more because the uh, they dr- they drug on the Kevin and Sammy story yeah. way too long. Absolutely, um, it was like the entire road to WrestleMania build, and mm-hmm. it's been the build post WrestleMania a little a little overkill ridiculousness. But uh, hopefully they could heat that back up, get Roman and and Solo fighting the Usos, and have a fun summer with that. Um. But I don't know, man. It, I just don't believe – like, I don't see any of the other members of the Bloodline being a believable threat to Roman at this point because they've yeah. all been treated like shit a lot. Yeah. You know, like like in, in Roman's matches, they're just, like, there to take shots while sure. Roman recovers. You know, that's basically their been their role is like, just, like, side pieces to Roman. Hmm. Yeah, I think Solo might be the guy though. I don't I don't know. I think Cody still needs to be the guy that beats him. Actually. Oh, absolutely. I think Cody still needs to be the guy, but Solo can I, I think once Roman leaves, Solo can be the main foil. I honestly think I'm against the idea of turning Solo on Roman. Okay. I think I think I think Solo, like when Roman officially like goes away for quite a while to, to do his own thing. I think Solo should be with Paul trying to continue Roman's legacy. Like, I think yeah. that's more interesting. And I then eventually, like that. eventually you could do a Roman and Solo feud. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that all – I don't think the story should end with all of the bloodline hating each other. I think that, that Solo should should stay on Roman's side for quite a while. And then maybe once Roman leaves, he can reconcile with the Usos. But – Solo Sokoa should be head of the table, table for one. Maybe that's what Chris said. Because <laughs> he's solo. I don't know. But yeah, um, a lot of great stuff, honestly. What do you think of Night of Champions overall from what, everything you saw? Okay, so from everything that I saw, I can't rate it higher than Backlash. I thought Backlash overall was a little sure. better. Um, I gave Backlash a 4 out of 5. I'll give this one a 3.5 out of 5. Um, yeah. Which, you know, that's not bad. That's a C plus. So yeah. if, if Backlash is a solid B, you know, a C plus is not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the only pro- one of the main problems that I had, the Cody and Brock finish. Yeah. Uh, me being tired and none of the championship issues being resolved. Sure. I didn't see any anything done with the women's championships. So nothing was explained yeah. there. Or the tag team championships. I still don't know what's going to happen with with Kevin and Sammy going forward because mm-hmm. I, I I would much rather have two sets of tag team championships. I, I agree. 
now that we have two world titles, split those tag belts up or get a, like either redesign them and make new ones too or mm-hmm. split the ones that we have and put them back where they're supposed to be. I could see now that the Usos are like kind of on the verge of like listening to KO and Sammy and be like, yeah, we're. I can see KO and Sammy either giving the Usos one of the titles, the SmackDown titles, or say, like vacating them and saying, Usos, go get them. Like, I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. Um, I would hate that. No, you would hate it? <laughs> yeah. They spent all this time trying to dethrone them. And then, and then once the Usos turn on Roman, they're like, Oh, we like you now, dog. Here, you have a ha, have these have these belts, bro, that we just beat you for. No, I don't know. Yeah. I think I think they could make that like a special moment where like they're like, fuck, finally you guys. More like more like a rage inducing moment on Twitter where everybody except for hardcore WWE guys like you hate it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, Night of Champions. I say three point eight or like yeah, that sounds about right. It was a really good show. I really liked it. Um, Not bad. I, I I tend to just go in point five increments. I do it like yeah. stars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if if you're giving it like a four, I'll give it yeah three point five yeah. stands out right because you you tend to your your grading scale tends to be about a point five to a star higher than mine. Sure. I would say uh, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles is the match of the night, but KO and Sammy and Roman and Solo was really good as well. Oscar winning the title was great. Um, I like Rhea looking dominant; that was cool. And I do, I did like Brock and Cody, but I did not like the finish. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, and I'm very excited for Zoe Stark uh, getting a, a nice little push there. I, I'm excited for Money in the Bank qualifying matches to start. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that the one of the matches before we leave main roster WWE talk? Uh, L.A. Knight and Montez. They're going to make yeah. us pick between them. I pick like, L.A. Knight. Damn. I mean, um, I do too, but d- that kind of sucks. You know? Yeah. I like how in the picture they're both wearing the same sunglasses, so they look like a tag team. Nice. <laughs> they, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they also did uh, – I, th- I think they set up Miz and Shinsuke, or it's Miz and somebody else, but – that's those are two guys that you could easily see in the Money in the Bank. Absolutely, um, it seems like the qualifying match. Oh, oh, Bronson Reed has a has a qualifying match. I really hope he gets in. Yeah, um, I've been really high on him. He had a really good match last week on Raw, which we're not going to talk about because <laughs> we're way past last week's Raw. But yeah, um, we talked about it a little bit last he, week. He had a, did we? Okay, he had, a, so. he had that really good match with uh, with Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really high on Bronson Reed right now. Yeah, uh, I, I did see a report that maybe Money in the Bank is going from eight people to six this year. Okay, okay, I don't, so, I don't hate that. I don't know if that's reputable. I don't remember where I saw it, but yeah, who knows? Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of shit that just gets spewed into the wrestling ether on Twitter. So mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, Night of Champions. Up next, we're going to talk about Battleground NXT um, last night. Uh, also, Night of Champions, real quick. Cagematch.net. Currently has it a seven point five nine uh, out of ten. Um, that's a Tony Khan okay. movie uh, to, okay. to pull these, but I, I was just curious on what uh, other wrestling fans thought of these three well, shows. Well, you know, actually, I I tend to agree with Cage Match more times than not. <laughs> they're they're usually pretty good about the ratings, um, sure. especially they used to just be big WWE haters back in the day. But ever since Triple H took over, their WWE hate ratings are skewing to be a more yeah. realistic. Um, uh, based off of what WWE has done, it, sure. it makes a lot more sense here lately. But 
yeah, there was a time where cage match was literally just the AEW suck off fest. Yeah, so. so if you if you do that out of five, that would be three point seven nine point five, or um, it's three point eight is what it would be. Yeah, so five. we're so we're right on the money on where where we thought, yeah. you know. Yeah, I agree. Yep, awesome. Anyways, NXT Battleground. Sorry about that. Um, Wesley opens the show to uh, defend his title against Tyler Bate and Joe Gacy. Um, Wesley retains the title. He is the longest reigning North American champion in history. I love Wesley. I love Tyler Bate and I love Joe. Dude, this, well. this match was sick, man. Tyler yeah. Bate is so strong. Yeah, he's great. And, and, and Wesley, I really have gone from thinking, oh, this guy is great in tag teams to, oh man, this guy could be a player on the main roster. Like he's good, man. He is so good. And then, uh, all I can think of when I see Joe Gacy is uh, Booker T going, Dust schism. <laughs> Booker <laughs> T is so hilarious on commentary, man. He is, yeah. he, I, I, I know a lot of people hate on Booker T, but I uh, love his commentary just because he's funny, man. You know, yeah, I love it, it's I just love like Taz. <laughs> I love Taz commentary just because he's always saying something silly, man. Um, it, I will say. I kind of wish that Vic Joseph replaced Kevin Patrick on Raw. I know I've said that before. Yeah. But, dude, Vic Joseph's pretty solid, dude. I think him and Corey could be a really good team. They would be. I like them. They were on After the Bell together for the longest time. They were great on that. I think the main reason they keep him down there is because his wife is in NXT. Um, oh, really? Who's his wife? Megan. Some She's, she's the announcer backstage. She does the interviews. Oh, Long Megan Morant. Yeah, Mega Morant. Um, so maybe if they once they both they decide one of them need to come up, they'll bring them both up. That that um, would be cool. So um, yeah. I really enjoy his work. Uh, I and also, I think Kevin Patrick would be hilarious with Booker T. Booker oh, T would be Booker T would be trolling him all night, every night, and it'd yeah. be awesome. I oh, I really like Kevin Patrick as a person, but I don't think he's too great as a commentator. No, I think, and he I think he'd be a lot more suited for the NXT vibe. Like yeah. I think I think that would do wonders for him, and and I I wouldn't mind listening to him down there. Yeah, but or I, as a I backstage think, reporter, I think he'd be good too. Yeah, which sure. which he was before he came to commentating. So sure, yeah. Um, Wesley, I, I watched on the indies around me. He did a lot of the indie shows. Uh, Desmond Xavier was his name. Um, mm-hmm. Joe Gacy reminds me of a guy I used to backyard wrestle with, so he kind of triggers me every time I see him. But um, yeah, yeah I what, love I love Joe Gacy. I think I he's I think he's a really good big man. Yeah, no, he's great. He's great. All, all these guys are great. Like NXT is really special right now, and a lot of people. And he, and he has a cool name, Joe. Joe, yeah, Joe, just Joe. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so Wesley retains. Um, great stuff there. Up next, we have Noam Dar. Defeating Dragon Lee for the NXT Heritage Cup. Uh, dude, um, I bet I bet Zach was loving <laughs> this. Yeah, um, and then Zach's he, second favorite wrestler. I know uh, Gnome Dar. Gnome Dar, a uh, Lash Legend, um, another lady, and uh, Oro Mensa came out and helped Gnome Dar. Um, uh, yeah. So, okay. So I know you haven't watched this, um, but it was like the British rules set. And I had never seen a match like that before. Dude, it is an interesting idea. I really like it. It's six rounds, three minutes each, and you get a minute break in between each round. But it's also best two out of three at the same time. So it's a round will automatically win if you get a fall. And if you get two if you get your two falls before the six rounds is over, then you win. But if it if it ends with all six rounds done, 
and there's no decided winner that it goes based off of how many falls, you know, but it, it's, it's hmm. kind of interesting. They did a really good video explaining it before the nice. match started. But, oh, so, so they actually explain the rules of a match before they just put it on TV. Yeah, it's a novel idea. Um, um, a lot of a lot of uh, companies in the world don't seem to understand that that's needed for yeah. the audience to understand what's going on. No, uh, and we'll get that to that later. How we talk about double or nothing? Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah this this was really well done. I had I forgot. I, I will give it to Zach. Noam Dar is very good. And, and Dragon Lee, of course, is a stud. I'm so excited for him. Mm. Uh, but Noam Dar, he was in NXT UK for so long. So I, yeah. there was a lot. Like, I watched him in 205 Live for a little bit. And then once he went to UK, I didn't really catch a lot of his work. But he's very good. And uh, I like the Heritage Cup. He treats it like it is his baby. So um, I would assume that when he eventually does lose it, he'll take more of a – unhinged personality so it's kind of i could kind of see through what they're doing right now but it works for me um this was a really good match i thought this was going to be the match of the night until i kept watching the show oh yeah uh might be the next match here uh Ilya dragonoff versus donovan dijak yeah 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 this <laughs> this match was right up my alley i've mentioned uh-huh. before that this was my type of wrestling and it definitely was. Mm-hmm. Um, Dijak, I like if I could just have a division with with Gunther, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Ilya, uh, Dijak, like all those hard hitting, stiff guys that just every they all lay their shit in and they 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 chop the shit out of each other. Like that, those are my favorite type of of wrestlers. And Ilya and Dijak killed each other. In this match, um, there was power bombs onto steel steps, power yeah, bombs off the apron <laughs> onto the floor, power bombs like it was crazy. Wow. Um, at one point, uh, Elia did a coast to coast to the steel steps with Dijak in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elia gets his chin busted open after rushing through a table at, at Dijak. Um, Dijak gets Ilya stuck in the corner and beats him down with a cane and then a chair. And like, oh man, it, it was just spot after spot and it all hit very well. You know, a lot of times when you introduce weapons, the spots don't come off very well. Every spot looked nasty in this match. And there was real lumps and bruises on these guys. Like, like Ilya's arm might, might be legitimately fractured. Sure. Like it was, it was, <laughs> It was huge and purple by the end of the match. Holy fuck. Yeah, I've seen... Like, you have to watch this match. It was it was one of the damnedest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I want to go back and watch this whole match. I've seen some clips on uh, on Twitter, and it just looks very intense. Um, and I love that kind of wrestling as well, so I'm, I'm excited to go back and check that out. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, I think Twitter was calling this match to the weekend, so... Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, um, the whole story of the match was Ilya saying that he will not be broken because Dijek says because Dijek's got this uh. cop gimmick and he says <laughs> in interrogations and, and things, oh, I break people. And Ilya was was saying, oh, you, I'm unbreakable. You'll never break me, blah, blah, blah. So that was the whole story yeah. of the match was Dijek trying to break this man down. And at one point, Ilya is literally crying. Oh, my. But but Ilya ends up winning. I mean, he he knocks Dijak out. It's crazy. I'll have to it's, check it out. It's, it's, a, it's awesome. a crazy match. It, it's <laughs> awesome. I really I really like Ilya. It's every time he has a big match, it delivers, uh, whether it be Gunther or mm-hmm. Tyler Bate or Dijak. Like man, awesome. 
It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Ilya, um, he's awesome. Dijak, he has like an Arnold gimmick. Like, yeah, uh, he yeah. he's like Arnold, but but he looks like Matt Cardona on the with the head, <laughs> like the hairstyle and everything. Yeah. I've been oh, watching uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a new show on Netflix called Fubar. And um, a lot of people are shitting on it, but I think it's pretty fun. I've been watching it with my dad. So uh, a lot of Arnold lately. So that's why I was like, yeah, he kind of reminds me of Arnold. Um, but yeah, so I definitely, I'm going to check out that match tonight. Uh, I'm excited. Um, up next, we had Gallus defeating the Creeds to retain the NXT Tag Team Championships. Um, I want the Creeds to be on the main roster yesterday. I love the Creeds. Yeah, th- this match was placed in the card to be kind of a let me up match, but it was still very good. Um, man, this really felt like an old style NXT takeover. I'm not even gonna lie. The crowd was was actually alive, which we didn't see that in Double or Nothing. But the the crowd was actually insane, if in Lowell, Massachusetts, of all places. And um, yeah, just overall the match quality was just banger after banger after banger. There was not a bad match on this card, but this match was kind of just like a like a filler. Gallus ended up retaining, which is okay. meh. But <laughs> yeah, um, up next is the women's championship match tournament final. Tiffany Stratton defeats Lyra Valkyrie. Um, Lyra I, Valkyrie, huh? More Valkyrie. like Ly- Lyra Valkyria, my guy. <laughs> Valkyria, is that what it is? I thought, yes, it was Valkyrie. Um, I wrote it down as Valkyrie. <laughs> so, well, that would be why you mispronounced it. <laughs> uh, Tiffany Stratton wins a lot of praise for Tiffany Stratton on the timeline last night. Um, what do you think of this matchup? Uh, yeah, Tiffany Stratton is way better than she should be, man. She, uh, I know, so you just need to go back and watch, like, the entire show. Because the, the show is, it's only two hours long. Two hours, 19 minutes. That's the entire show. Um, but Tiffany Stratton is is very good, man. Uh, Lyra Valkyria, too. They they worked the entire match around uh, Lyra's left knee. Uh, she got attacked in the infamous NXT backstage parking lot area. And uh, so, yeah, the entire match was based off of Lyra's injured leg. And Tiffany did, like, every move that I could ever think of for, like, a leg offense. She did, like, the shin breakers into the post. She did, uh, like, the roll through. She did a Texas Cloverleaf. She did uh, figure four. Like, she figure eight at one point. Like, she was just doing every leg submission and move and hold that I've ever seen. And I didn't expect her to know all of those. That's awesome. For as new as she is. And she she killed it. Uh, Lyra, too. And this was a really good match. That's Wasn't awesome. as good as Ilya and, and Dijak, but it was good. I saw uh, Charlotte Flair tweeted at Tiffany. Uh, so oh, yeah, what'd she cool. say? Um, she, she, like, shouted her out saying. Oh, congrats. good, 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 good. Yeah. Yeah, so that's awesome. Um, yeah, the the WWE Performance Center is really working out there. They're creating these wrestlers, and they're just incredible. Because Tiffany Stratton, she didn't wrestle before WWE. Like she just came into WWE. She's been wrestling less than a she year. She was, uh, I think she was one of the athletes. I think she was like a gymnast yeah. or something. Yeah, she's been wrestling for like a year now, and she's just she's awesome. So it's awesome yeah. to see. So she's the new champion. Uh, up next is the main event. We have Carmelo Hayes defeating Braun Breaker. Oh, and I might mention Tiffany's only 24. So wow. <laughs> it, it, just like Roxanne Perez, and she's only like 23 or something. Like, same with Cora Jade. She's very young. Like, all the women in NXT, watch them now because you're going to, this is going to be the next crop of women for the next 10 years. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, yep, <laughs> it's wild. Um, so, yeah, 
Uh, oh, by the way, real quick, they have like that uh, hooded figure uh, that keeps attacking people. Oh, yeah, they're going to reveal uh, Tuesday. See, here's my thing about NXT real quick. I, I'm not the biggest fan of their weekly show right now. Like, it's kind of cheesy a lot of times, like, especially the backstage segments. Like, also, it's a show that I kind of skim. Uh, anytime I see like backstage bar segments with Brooks and Jensen, I kind of skip that shit. And then there's a couple other things that I skip. But as far as like the the pay per views and the and most of their matches, they they usually deliver. It's just man, Shawn Michaels loves his cheesy backstage stuff. He loves yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, other than that, yeah, I think the wrestling is on par though. Like I, I think. But yeah, definitely some corny shit going on. There's uh, definitely also some. There's definitely also some some pre choreographed matches to the point where every little thing mm-hmm. has been talked about because there'll be matches that start with like eight move sequences. That is like, come on, guys, it's obvious. You know, when it's when it's two newer slow girls that are automatically doing like arm drag arm drag hip toss hip toss spine buster leap yeah. drag throw over like it's like very formulaic for a while and it's like okay it's you're making it blatantly obvious that this is what <laughs> was decided yeah but so. here I, it, it's developmental so yeah I really, that, that's I what it's for that. it's what it's for yep um but yeah i i just wish that that's the only big thing that keeps it separated from black and gold that made black and gold so good was mm-hmm. the more realistic angles yeah sure no so, i get that um, what do you think of the main event, Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker? Uh, both guys brought it. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it would have been hard to top Dijak and Ilya once again, or even Tiffany and Lyra, but they they did they did have a very good match. Um, Braun Breaker, I'm really liking this new heel persona that he's that he's working on, and uh, Carmelo Hayes is just as good as ever. Um, he's always been good ever dude. Ever since I saw him on a GCW show as Christian Casanova, I was like, man, this guy is awesome. And then I, he got signed by WWE. Now he's the NXT champion in a few years. He'll be intercontinental champion, the WWE champion. Like I think the sky is the limit for him. So, um, I yeah, agree it, it was, it was yeah. a really good match. There was a midair spear off of a, uh, a springboard from Carmelo. That was awesome. Yeah, I seen yep. that. That was awesome. It was also also a uh, hometown crowd for Carmelo, so that's pretty cool. So. Yeah, they. Uh, oh, I forget what his shirt said, but it was it was some really funny. Um, oh, uh, instead of Massachusetts, it was like Mellowchusetts or something. His <laughs> shirt said it was so funny, but uh, yeah, definitely a hometown crowd. And they were happy to see uh, Carmelo win. It was there was a crazy spot late in the match where Carmelo did this crazy flurry of offense, hit Braun with like three moves, and then he goes to pin Braun, and Braun kicked out before one. Oh wow! And like it like hulked up for a minute and like went <laughs> crazy. And uh, Braun has started to do the thing that his uncle used to do, where he'll like be screaming and cussing in the middle of the match. Oh, I like because that. <laughs> yes, yes, he he definitely was muted a few times. So, yeah. but but I think Broadbreaker's making strides, man. He he would be really fun on the main roster. Uh, I'm sure it won't be too long, honestly. I also um, read a report that more call ups are coming now yeah. post draft. So I can see it. Awesome. What would you rate it out of five? This okay. So I'll, I'll give this show a four. Um, okay. For for an NXT show, this was very well done. It was one of my favorite mm-hmm. NXT shows in recent memory. Awesome. Um, yeah, this this show was really well done. I I'll, I'll give it a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna give it any higher because back in the day, I I know what what potential NXT has to to put on. Um, 
but I think I think they get better from here. So sure. I I'll look for higher ratings in their future. I'm cool. really excited with NXT. Cool. I um I'm not gonna rate it because I didn't watch it. Um, but sure. CageMatch.net gives it a nine point zero five. So yep. very high. So that's pretty awesome. Highest show of the week, and I will add. Um, but we're gonna get into AEW Double or Nothing here. Um, this show, believe it or not, I watched from start to finish. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I really did enjoy it. Um, it wasn't a great card, but it, it kept me occupied, kept me entertained. Um, sure. So, yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. We had a pre-show match. We had the Hardys and Hook defeating Ethan Page. And This the is Cubs. the one match that I did not see. Yeah. I, I saw the Hardy, the, the Hardy slip and fall, but I did not yeah. see this match. Jeff Hardy looked rough. Um, did he? But yeah, so like the, the, like the whole match or just main like mainly there, but it just okay. I don't I don't know like it's just I'll it's have to, to I'll see. have to catch that match because somebody on Twitter was saying that he had tweaked his ankle right before that okay, and then he possible. went to do the whisper in the wind and and fell so maybe maybe he had just tweaked his ankle but sure. he is getting older like it's gonna be mm -hmm. hard for him to run up the ropes like that yeah. But, I mean, it, it was a pre-show match, which I thought was kind of weird because it was his first in-ring match back, I'm pretty sure. And they're going to put it on the pre-show. I thought that was kind of interesting. But, uh, yeah, it happened. Um, Hardy's won, Hook won, Ethan Page, and the guns lost. So so, so now Ethan Page uh, belongs to Matt Hardy. He's now yes. Matt Hardy's slave. That's apparently the the rule that they're going with. And and I listened to Hardy's podcast because I ran out of pods last weekend, mm -hmm. this weekend. And uh, – Hardy mentioned that he's gonna make him do yard work. That's funny. <laughs> that he, he said he's just gonna he doesn't care about the contract. He's just gonna hand him to Senior Benjamin and and let let him do whatever he needs to uh, die around the the compound. They, <laughs> Can they you imagine? Film, yeah, they should film they some should, videos. That'd be funny. Of him like if like drenched in sweat. <laughs> yeah. and, and Matt Hardy's okay. <laughs> oh man, Matt Hardy's just being a douchebag to him and making him work and stuff. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, during the pre-show, they started the entrances for the 21-man battle royal, the blackjack battle royal. Um, and it, the show just started with it. They didn't They didn't say w how this match works or anything. Uh, most of the rest – I think all the wrestlers started outside of the ring, and they're just fighting. And then it, they, they don't – they're not considered in the match until they step in between the two ropes – the three ropes. Yeah, um, so – Real quick, WWE has done that in the past, but it's usually not with like half the field. Usually, yeah. it's like one heel that'll, and you could kind of say, "Oh, he's biding his time. He's manipulating. Yeah. He's he's picking his spots." But dude, there was like four to five people with with like managers just chilling, like kind of weird. No, I would say it was probably about fifteen to twenty people out starting outside of the ring. Well, that was impossible because there was There's twenty one men. In the entire match. Yeah, I'm pretty you, sure. You really think it was that many outside? Yes. Yes, crazy. literally, it, like it looked like it was starting as a reverse battle royal. Like that's how it looked because everyone mm. was outside of the ring. It was ridiculous, and they it was just like oh, and then like you heard like commentary trying to like. Yeah, Jr. Jr. was very confused. <laughs> yeah, throughout I, most of the night, but especially yeah. during this match. Yeah, so I mean, it, the show just started, and that's what was going on. I was like, okay, what the fuck's going on? Um, so 
Orange Cassidy wins the match. I thought the final, like a lot, a lot of sloppy shit in this match. Um, but at the end of the match, the final four, it was a very entertaining uh, yeah. end of the match. Orange Cassidy does retain by last eliminating uh, Strickland. Um, I thought the end was really fun. A lot of people were shitting yeah, on dude, Swerve, Swerve is so good, but Orange Cassidy is booked like 2007 John Cena. It's like, wild. Jeez, you're going to have him outlast. He just won a Royal Rumble, yeah. basically. Like, dude, that's that's insane. <laughs> Tony loves Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Like his his AEW record this year has to be like crazy. Yeah. So absolutely, but yeah, Orange. I, I thought this was I I thought this was the vehicle to get the belt off of Orange without oh, making him look bad. But I guess yeah, you know, you could have easily screwed him and then had a had a turnaround and 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 had a rematch one on one. You know, there's so many better ways to book this now. Now. What type of challenger is left for Orange Cassidy? He just won a battle royal with a crap load of dudes. Like I don't know. Kind of, kind yeah, of a surprising ending for but. sure. But yeah, he he retained. Nothing happened after the match. It, it was done. Um, up next, we had Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho, an unsanctioned match. Racist ass piece of shit. Sabu was the special guest enforcer. Um, unsanctioned match ends uh, by ref stoppage. Uh, Adam Cole wins by just beating Chris. Yeah, for for a company that's not responsible for, they literally explicitly said yeah. we are not responsible for anything that happens during this match. Oh, but we'll call it off if it, if if one guy gets a little bit of offense. Uh, yeah. So my thing is, Adam Cole wanted, probably wanted to do an unsanctioned match because mm-hmm. those were really fun in NXT. He probably thought, okay, we could do this, but the problem is, Chris Jericho's old as hell, mm-hmm. and. Everything, okay, I'm not going to say everything, but most things that Chris Jericho does nowadays look like shit. Yeah. Um, and the whole start of the match with the Sabu and the and the yeah. uh, the JAS and the and and uh, Roddy out there, it's like, man, we do not need this to start the match. And then yeah. Britt comes out halfway through and Paige and they're fighting. <laughs> and I'm just like, it was too much for, for a lot of matches that were overbooked. This was one of them. There was a lot I, of matches like this. The first couple minutes of the match, um, I don't think we saw Adam Cole at all. It was just Sabu, Roderick Strong, and Chris Jarrett. It was just, it was ridiculous, honestly. <laughs> it was like, and then Adam Cole comes in, and it, there was some, I don't know. I, I did not like this match. Um, Adam Cole well, got. Get ready to see some more. Yeah. Because apparently this feud's continuing. Yeah. Adam Cole was tangled up. They like uh, hooked each other up by like these long handcuffs, this chain. And Adam Cole got tangled up in the chain and like couldn't complete the match the way I think they wanted to. Because um, he couldn't wrap it around his fist because it was all tangled on his leg. It was pretty funny looking, actually. Well, he also he also <laughs> wrapped it around his leg to do his yeah to do his boom where he does basically a shining wizard to the back <laughs> of the head. But it's like then the dude the way the match ended was just insane. Yeah, let's let's end the unsanctioned match via shitty ground punches, shitty ground and pound. Like I feel yeah. like there was two shitty like UFC style finishes this weekend that mm-hmm. were kind of weird yeah. i know they were in a ufc building but damn you didn't need to go all the <laughs> way with it um yeah. i think i think the the goal was to have his uh fist with a bunch of chains around it and him just p- pounding on his face with the chains but he couldn't get it off of his leg to make it look like that so he just started hitting with elbows and fists and um and they stopped it but yeah i i was not a fan of that ending of the match at all well a lot of run-ins i think all 
a lot of these matches have run-ins. Um, but yeah, Adam Cole wins. They're going to have a mixed tag match on Wednesday. Adam Cole and Britt versus Chris Jericho and Soraya. Um, but yeah. Yeah, uh, we also saw Chris Jericho throw a fireball in some random dude's face in a that backstage segment. Like, <laughs> my dude, dad was Jericho, like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like Jericho, stop! Like, you're not a wizard. You're just an old, not as good as you used to be. Guy. I'm a wizard, like, bitch. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, geez, it's so rough watching him try to do what he's doing. Did you see Adam Cole do the Pan- Panama Sunrise and Jericho just land on top of him? Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's so sad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Up next, we had FTR defeat uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal to retain the tag titles. Um, the best part of this match, in my opinion, was Aubrey Edwards getting a or and uh, um, Briscoe getting chair not chair shots, guitar shots over the head. I just you know, good guitar shots always fun. But Aubrey Edwards getting it was pretty funny because you don't always see referees taking a bump, and especially I don't think we've ever seen her take a bump uh, like that. Well, so. we'll see it again later tonight. Yeah. Um, what do you think of this match? I thought it was pretty fun. Okay, I I thought this was where the pay per view picked up a little bit. Um, I, th- I think. I- for a minute, it was very it over, <laughs> it, yeah, because it was very overbooked, just mm-hmm. like this entire feud. It was angle yeah. after angle, interference after interference, guitar shot, ref bump, yeah, you know, all this crap. There was like three, there was okay, so Mark Briscoe goes down, Re- Aubrey comes down, she gets taken out, then Mark Briscoe wakes up. Like it was just every angle thrown into one for the for the this match. I, I thought it was a, a pretty solid match, I wouldn't say. Okay, I think it was a little better than okay. It was it was all right. Um, I I don't know this this feud just didn't really do it for me. I like everybody involved, um, but no. I did you see did you see Mark Briscoe um at the beginning of this match? He uh he was supposed to be the referee and he forgot to count. Yes. Yep. <laughs> he like uh, rushed out and went one two. Like real oh, fast. Man. <laughs> Poor guy. He was probably just pa- spaced out watching the match. He was. Yeah. He wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> and you yeah. you know he was so embarrassed when that happened too. He was like, oh my god, this is my one job, and I just blew it right there for a second. <laughs> oh, all he has to say is, oh, I'm used to wrestling. Uh, whatever. It's that simple. But shit, yeah, that definitely yeah. happened. But no, I I definitely thought this was a fun match. And you're right. I thought it, it, this was the show picking up, but then there was a s- couple things in the next two matches. Um, but then at the end of the show, I thought it was really strong. But um, well, and this crowd was just dead all night I long. Know. It probably doesn't help that half the arena was empty. Um, well, I, okay, I would say like seventy percent <laughs> of it was was full. Dude, there was multiple pictures of the TV side of like where like the cameras usually are and stuff. Um, it was like completely empty. The whole like three big sections over there, and everyone's like, "Well, WWE does that too." Yeah, if they can't sell the tickets, they'll do that and they'll just tape them off. It's also not on a pay per view. Yeah, and this is a pay per view of. Hopefully, Tony realizes that he needs Pepsi Man on the pay per views to sell pay per views, and also that you actually need to book a card uh faster than three weeks away yeah. because most of this card hadn't materialized until like three weeks ago mm-hmm. like the only things we knew about was were um the uh four pillars match and a couple other things but mm-hmm. but anarchy in the arena of all things got booked on the uh. go home dynamite <laughs> like dude yeah like you need to book these things sooner so that people can get excited for them mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, WWE does that too with uh, taping off the side of the – I was at WWE this week, and the fucking place was packed. They only do that if they can't sell those tickets. Like if they every can sell those tickets, I've been to WWE, Every time I've been to WWE, it's been packed. And yeah. uh, one time I went to AEW, it was completely packed. They were actually – I actually mm-hmm. saw people getting turned away, and oh. that was like two years ago. And then the last time that I went, like a year ago, this was like – during Punk's injury, like after he jumped in the guardrail, yeah. it was like three quarters of the way full, which was fine. But it was mm-hmm. just, it was just like, eh, I could see business taking a little yeah. bit of a downturn. So maybe, maybe when Punk comes back, because when Punk comes back, and when Punk has been there in the past, that's when AEW's done their best business sure. ticket wise, and, and the crowds have always been insane when he's there, like. I know everybody loves Omega and the Elite, but Punk's really the guy that drives the business for them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But yeah, up next we have Wardlow defeating Christian Cage in a ladder match for the TNT Championship. Um, I thought there were some fun moments in this match. Uh, Wardlow did not need to be a ladder match. I I know that there were some good spots, but come on. Just make it a regular match. This this match would have been more well-suited to just be regular. Christian could have had a banger match with him. There was a spot where Wardlow jumps onto, like, from the top rope, he jumps onto the ladder, snaps the ladder. Um, <laughs> that happened uh, back when we were backyard wrestling, and it was—it's the funniest thing. We always bring it up, like this guy where he fucked up, because for us it was a bigger deal because we only had one ladder. They had plenty of ladders, but it just it made me laugh so loud. And my dad's like, what are you laughing at? I was like, look at this fucking snap the ladder. It, yeah, it then, they, then they tried to use it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that's not going to happen. Yep. And then uh, – uh, you hear Taz, he tried to make a shot, and the referee comes to, like, hold it up, and then Taz is like, oh, the referee should never hold up the ladder. I'm yeah, I, 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 honestly, I agree. Um, I think, I think Arn holding it was fine. Yeah, absolutely. You know, or Luchasaurus yeah. holding it is fine. That's um, different. But uh, a referee, like, mm-hmm. unless you can, eat, unless you could do it without them being on camera at all, like, I should never see a referee run in to help them hold the ladder. Yeah. Like unless you can really do it, slide a hand, and in the and the TV audience would have no idea. Don't do it. Yep, I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, Wardlow wins. Well, uh, we 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 have to mention Arn bit Luchasaurus' oh, yeah. thumb off. Uh, <laughs> no, it was an obvious blood capsule in the mouth of Arn. Uh, yeah. It was not the right color either. It kind of looked like raspberry jelly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty funny. Um, and also Wardlow's crazy swanton through the table. Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> that was pretty fucking cool. So yeah, he's way too big to be doing that shit. By the way, <laughs> yeah, it worked. It, it looked cool. Dude's like dude's like six five two seventy. <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Yeah, um, but yeah. So Tony Storm versus Jamie Hader's up next. Uh, Tony Storm's in the ring waiting for Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader doesn't come out, and then um, you see Soraya and Ruby Riot come out with um ruby soho uh with jamie hater they beat her down apparently she's injured so people weren't sure if she was going to yep. do this match so they just made it easier beat her down so it was a quicker match tony storm wins new champion um i don't know how bad jamie hater is hurt how long she's going to be out uh i think she's just banged up but she needs yeah. uh, apparently she needs to take a few months off to heal and then sure. probably be back for wembley oh yeah you would want her there she's yep uh from over there so yeah but tony storm's a new champion um, House of Black come out for an open challenge. The Acclaimed and Daddy Ass come out. We have a nice little match, but uh, the Acclaimed 
of course, Max Caster did a fun rap. Uh, he, he said that uh, he called out. One, um, one of the more controversial raps in a while, because there for yeah. a while it was controversial every week and he kind of tamed yeah. it down. But since it was a pay-per-view, he went hard. Yeah. Um, he said that, what's his name? The the big guy, Brody King. He said he looks like a reject from RuPaul, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. He said that uh, Buddy's getting cucked by a boy named Dominic. Yeah, he said, he said over there looking so ominous yeah. that you're getting cucked by Dominic, by a boy named Dominic. Like, that was oh, great. That's good. And he also accused uh, Malachi of wearing blackface. Yeah, and that's not the last blackface we see this uh, tonight. So, But yeah, I thought this was a fun match. The Acclaimed super over. I love the Acclaimed. Everybody loves the Acclaimed. Um, the Acclaimed lose, though. House of Black win. They look fucking awesome. House of Dude, Black. Dude, House of Black is, is great. I Especially agree. Buddy Matthews. I cannot get over how much... How how high I am on Buddy Matthews? Like yeah. he, uh, um, yeah, I, I I really like House of Black. They're fun. Uh, I ordered a shirt on uh, Rucking Foughton. Like Rucking Foughton. Yeah, uh, like a month ago. I'm hoping that that comes soon because it's a really cool shirt. House of Black shirt. Sure. I'm really excited for it. So. That's cool. Nice. So yeah, they win. Up next, 59-0, Jade Cargill comes out. Uh, she has a fun little dance routine. I, I, yeah, she did TikTok dances. Yeah, pretty fun. Um, she fights Taya Valkyrie. I thought this was actually one of Jade Cargo's best matches uh, back and forth. Taya actually looked like she's going to win at multiple occasions there. Uh, Jade, yeah, Jade, Jade has definitely improved. improved. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Jade Cargo wins. Uh, Smart Mark Sterling. She's now 60-0. He grabs the microphone, says that she will take on anyone at any time, anywhere. Bro, he, he's getting fired. Jake Cargill's <laughs> going to fire him so hard. Yep. Chris Statlander returns. And so, okay, we're doing it right now. And Chris Statlander defeats Jade Cargill uh, and is the new TBS champion. So uh, so I know she kind of dropped the alien girl thing uh, uh, last time she was, she was around, but she's really dropped the alien thing now. Yeah, she's she more than a woman though. Still, yeah, she's <laughs> she's serious badass mode. So, um, but yeah, that that's fun. Uh, I I did like the end where they dropped the confetti on her because it makes me think that the confetti was for Jade going sixty and zero. Yeah, and, and now that Stat later won, she gets Jade's uh confetti. Like I saw <laughs> some people raging that that. Uh, Statlander got confetti for 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 the returning and winning and it's yeah. predictable and blah, blah blah. I'm like, no, you could easily say that the confetti was for Jade for being yeah. 60 and 0. That makes more sense. Yeah, than, but you, than, you know, you would think that the confetti would have went off before. I don't know. Sterling grabbed the mic pretty fast. Sure, I mean, shoot, I, I don't I don't hate it. I actually really liked that. That was one of my favorite things that I saw in the during this show. Was I didn't mind the confetti. Story. I didn't mind it, but uh, no, I, I I really liked it going off because it, it yeah. just it just kind of uh it was it showed how how bad Mark Sterling screwed up and how dejected Jade was. Like yeah. Chris Statlander took her moment, so yeah, I'm I'm excited. I I, I really think that rejuvenated <laughs> that 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 championship because it was kind of stale on Jade. Sure. No, I agree. So. I agree. I wonder if Jade's gonna take some time off or what's going on with her, but it's kind of oh, weird. No, that... I, I think I think she's getting into her first like big serious feud with with yeah. She had like this cool. mini feud with Taya over her finisher, mm-hmm. but I, I I think um her and Statlander could have pretty good matches. So yep. awesome. Uh, so yeah, she's back. Up next, the World Championship match: MJF defeats Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Um, Dude, Sammy oh, Guevara is pregnant. 
he's pregnant. Yeah. Um, they walk out with these cue cards, and I'm like, and I the way, um, what's her name? Tie her her yeah. dress. I was like, oh, th- she's pregnant. I, they're gonna announce it right now. And my dad's like, what? What? I'm like, I don't know. It just feels weird the way she's like walking yeah, out. Yeah, he hasn't done the cue card gimmick in quite a while, yeah. so. It's- and then he's like, how'd you know that? You knew that. I'm like, no, I just guessed because the way she walked out and the way that he had the cue cards. Uh, so she's pregnant. That's pretty cool. Um, my dad, when MJF grabbed the the microphone in the middle of the match, said, you have a baby coming, just lay down. And my dad's like, he's going to say that it's his baby. I'm like, no. What? <laughs> it would have been funny. but That would have no. been funny. <laughs> I, I did like that, though. MJF getting desperate and trying to get Sammy to lay down. Sammy, obviously. I mean, it was pretty obvious what was going to happen. Sammy goes for the roll-up. Yeah. Didn't work. But I thought that was a fun, fun moment in the match. I thought this match was really good. I, I really liked it. There was a lot of uh, moments that were like, holy shit, that's extremely choreographed. But you're going to get that in these big four-man matches, um, especially yeah. with the, the kind of talent we have here. Where, uh, <laughs> but, <clears throat> yeah. But no, this is a really good match. MJF retains. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. What do you think? I'm going to be honest. I, I'm not that high on Jungle Boy. I don't I know. think he's that good. I don't either. I think Sammy Guevara is solid. Darby Allen's a lot of fun. And MJF is amazing. That's yep. my opinion. Like if I had to rank them, I'd say MJF, Darby, then Sammy, then Jungle mm-hmm. Boy, as far as how much I care about the person. Sure. I thought for so, sure we were going to get CM Punk returning to confront MJF here. Um, but if it went on last, I could yeah. see it. But it would have been really weird if CM Punk came out before the main event. That would have been kind of Yeah, when, when I realized it wasn't the main event, I'm like, oh, I guess not. That's not going to happen. But yeah. no, I thought this was a good match, though. I, th- I definitely thought it was a good match. It kind of made me think that we were going to see somebody crazy in the main event, like uh, Will Ospreay or Kota Ibushi. But I thought Kota Ibushi. And the, yeah, crowd thought, they, the crowd was chanting Ibushi. Especially uh, when Takeshita came out. They were like, oh, they that's, need to even it up with another. We'll, yeah, we'll get into it in a minute, but that's kind of a piss-poor ending for oh, the crowd. Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, but yeah, MJF wins. I thought it was a good match. What do you think? Yeah, really good match. Uh, I hope that uh, CM Punk is next because MJF said on the mic afterwards that there's nobody, um, there there's nobody left. He's beat them all. There's yeah. I'm getting bored. Bring me some competition. Well, <laughs> Pepsi Man. I keep calling Pepsi Man. I'm not Dan Housen. <laughs> but uh, CM Punk is uh, going to be coming back. He even posted the collision poster with Dan Housen faces all over it on Instagram. Awesome. See that? No, I didn't. That's cool though. Yeah. On a story, he, he posted the collision and, and <laughs> on all of the faces of the poster are that it has the tag of who they actually are, but he replaced every face with Dan Housen. Like, it's That's funny. funny. I don't know. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the main event, we have the, Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite, Anarchy in the Arena. Um, come the Elite come out, uh, carry on your wayward son. Love that theme song for them. But then we have the <laughs> we have the BCC coming out. We okay? have Wheeler Utah. But no, so we have this guy walk out, and his face is black, and he has, was it a mask or paint? So the top half was a mask, a black mask, but you could tell it was paint underneath, and the bottom uh, half was absolutely paint. And he had a fucking uh, red line like near his mouth, but it was like going vertical and not side to side. If it was side to side, it'd be no question that's blackface. Um, uh, but but yeah, still, like, what the fuck? How did he get out there? Like, a, like I, how did he walk past hundreds of people 
and no one said, "What the fuck is that?" That can't. It'd be out. one thing if he if he had a black base and then like other colors on top of it, because you've seen yeah. we've seen wrestlers do that. House of Black does it. Dustin Rhodes does mm-hmm. it. You know, if he had other colors on his face too, then fine. Yeah. Nobody would have batted an eye. But if you only do black and you're a white dude, like, yeah, and red near the lips, like no, no, uh, no. I don't, I don't, I, I didn't really see that, yeah. and I don't know if I, I mean. I guess if he colored his whole lips red, maybe, but mm. I don't think that was as much of an issue. the The main issue here is the fact that the base of his face was yeah was black, not wow. not smart. Um, throughout the match, the match was insane. A lot of crazy spots, a lot going on. But they played John Moxley's theme song for twenty, like almost twenty minutes. No, was- they didn't. They played it for like seven minutes. But no, still it way had too to long. be longer than that. It, it no, was- no, it was way too long. But it was not twenty minutes. The match didn't even last that long. I think it was 23, 23 or twenty-seven minutes. The whole match. Okay, I, the, the, I, the, the, the the music definitely was not that long. The but, music uh, had to be playing for at least 10, 15 minutes. It was uh, just for the spot that the so the young bucks he kicked the dude in the face. Thank God. Uh, they they, they <laughs> tried to do they tried to get like New Jack vibes. Yeah. Where where the music would be playing during the beatdown, which worked for me for like a minute. I thought that was kind I of I agree. Funny. Yeah. And then and then it just kept going and they kept restarting the song and they kept doing the chorus over and over and over. And yep. I'm like, all right, that's enough. And finally the Young Bucks kicked the lead singer in the face. I I personally hate that theme song for John Moxley. Um last year when they did Anarchy in the Arena, it played because they, they I guess they fucked up and it just kept playing. But now this year they, they wanted to recreate that. He yeah, now it's just a reoccurring bit. Yeah, but there was a lot of fun spots in this match. Um, it ended with the Black uh, Pool Combat Club. Uh, Don Callis came out, and Takeshita came out. Need Kenny Omega, and um, Wheeler Yuta pinned Kenny Omega. Very lackluster ending, in my opinion. I thought so- something should have happened there, uh, whether it's Kota Ibushi or someone coming out to help. Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was a very flat ending for the whole paper. I, I feel like the whole pay per view itself was kind of flat. It's just sure. kind of a like the 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 actual wrestling itself was was solid, but yeah, I think I think the action on NXT was even better. Yeah, um, I think NXT. So the way I looked at this weekend is WWE Night of Champions had the best storytelling, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say that NXT had the best in ring work. Sure. And then AEW had the most cocaine. I mean, the <laughs> AEW, no, uh, AEW was, I don't know, man. This is the first time where I feel like a pay-per-view of theirs has been a complete swing and miss. Sure. Uh, the build was bad. The crowd was bad. Ticket mm-hmm. sales were bad. Uh, not many surprises. Nothing crazy happened besides, I guess, the uh, Statlander yeah. beating Jade. But other than that, I mean, man, there wasn't a whole lot to really excite you. Like, there's nothing that happened that made me go, oh, I need to tune in Wednesday. Sure. No. You know, whereas on NXT, there definitely is. And on uh, Night of Champions, of course, because mm-hmm. that's all WWE does is storytelling. They don't, they could, most time they could care less about it in ring. It's just as long as the story's yeah. there, which, which is fine. I think you need a nice balance. And, um, yeah, I, I like I said, I was entertained by the show. I watched the whole show, um, but I can't say it was a great show. It, it was enjoyable. No, it was, it was very show. mid. Sure, that's a good word. Take a line from agent. Take a line from MJF. It was mid. What would you give AEW Double or Nothing on a scale of one to five? Okay, so if Night of Champions got a three point five, mm-hmm. Battleground got a four. Man, I unfortunately I'm going to have to give this a three. Yeah, I would say and, probably, yeah, and, 2.83 as well. 
<laughs> yeah, and I, I, and I'm only giving it a three because I, I, I know that you were. I figured you would go lower than me because you have the WWE goggles. But sure. I, uh, yeah, this one was really a miss, and I've had I've had four point fives on on a lot of AEW pay per views. Not gonna lie, because they're they're like they only have four a year, so they usually go crazy with them, and they're like four hour extravaganzas, and they're usually pretty good. Yeah, but this one kind of fell flat. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like this could easily be a 2.5, it's, it's, I think 2.8 is very fair. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I was not all that impressed. I yeah. think, I think battleground was actually my, so I was least excited for battleground going in just because yeah. I hadn't watched a ton of NXT. I figured it'd still be solid, but I wasn't that excited for it. And it came out to be like my favorite show of the weekend. It's awesome. Believe it or not. Yeah. Crazy. Um, what would you get? Or, a cage match. Sorry, I was trying to ask you again, but no. Cage match gave it a six point five seven. Okay, uh, as yeah. of now. So yeah, definitely the worst show of the weekend uh, on cage matches standards and yours. Um, but uh, I haven't seen Battleground, so I can't say for sure. But I'd have right. to. I'd have to assume I'm going to enjoy Battleground more based on the the reviews and yeah. Knowing. Yeah, but I, yeah, I did, and, and I it's per, it's perfect size. It's two hours and nineteen oh. minutes, and I've always said that two hours thirty minutes on the short on a for like a WWE pay per view, two hours thirty minutes is like perfect. Three hours is fine. Anything past that gets a little hard yep. to to keep I agree. Hundred percent. So awesome. Uh, so real quick, let's go ahead and get into some uh, weekly awards real quick. Let's do a high spot, low spot, wrestler of the week and match of the week. Um, what's your high spot of the week? Oh man. Okay, so I'm doing this on the fly. Um, so am I. So am I. I just randomly. My, that's cool. Uh, my high <laughs> spot will probably be honestly. This is gonna be kind of random, but the the British rules match. I think that's. Sure. I think that introduces a lot that they could do storytelling wise with matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of different things you could do with that. You could actually do a referee stoppage with that. I think. Yeah. Because um, it's a rounds based thing I, I think that's a lot of fun i think that's my high spot because i'm kind of excited to see more of those with no mdr in the heritage Cup. sure awesome um my high spot would probably be Sami Zayn in saudi arabia he just seemed to be loving it all weekend um a very special moment for him he and- loved it when he wasn't ducking sniper rounds no, <laughs> no you got to, to be there and he, you could tell that it was very special to him and it's something he hasn't been able to do yet so it was very cool to see they did a little vlog showing him going to pray and stuff and all the stuff he got to do there so it's pretty cool stuff uh, another high spot of chris statlander that that made me happy that was really cool to see yeah um yeah so i i think those are my high spots i'm trying to think if i can think of oh the acclaims rap matt that was pretty pretty high spot too sure, sure. <laughs> um and storytelling for night of champions is great um low spot of the week can you think of a low spot yeah uh my low spot is pretty basic it's just the overall build to to double or nothing. There's a few things that I could have cherry picked from double or sure. nothing to use, but I think the overall build deserves mm-hmm. a low spot. Um, okay. This is, this was the poorest built um, AW card in quite a while. Okay. It just fell flat, did not deliver. So, yeah. Um, I'd have, if I guess a low spot would be Jeff Hardy um, 
looking the way he did. Now, obviously, it's a botch. It happens. But just the fact that it happened and people are shitting on it. I mean, it's also his first in-ring match back in a long-ass time. It's just sad to see. Like, I I hope he's okay and nothing too uh, serious there. But just seeing people spread it around and make him look like shit, you know, kind of sucks to see. Yep. Um, But Hopefully, AEW picks up from here because I'd really like to start covering them on the show more. But it's been hard to when most of their weekly product has been kind of rough. Um, sure. Maybe with when Collision debuts and Punk comes around and, and we can start getting to see some of the talent that hasn't been featured in a long time, yeah. like Miro and Thunder Rosa and people like that, maybe then the product will be interesting enough for us to cover. Because yeah. you don't see a lot of NXT coverage on the show either because they don't do a lot like week to week they don't do a lot of of groundbreaking things you know yeah and, and a lot of times raw and smackdown doesn't either but you can't deny wwe has the most cachet they have the most stars they have the most fans you have yep. to that it's can't miss regardless what they do even though some weeks they're fun to shit on yeah absolutely <laughs> so. um so what, what's your match of the week match of the okay week. so match of the week is uh Ilya and dijak okay i um, figured that would be it yeah, there there was there were some other really good matches that are that are up there. Uh, a few from NXT, uh, AJ Styles and Rollins. Yeah, um, the Four Pillars. Like I could easily do like a top five this week on, on my yeah. matches <laughs> the weekend. But uh, yeah, I would say overall, uh, Ilya Di- and Dijak, Last Man Standing is my mm-hmm. is my I, number one. I have a feeling I would probably pick that as well, but I haven't seen the full match, so I'm not going to pick it. I'm going to pick Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Uh, big that's fight feel. It's a, it's a new championship being introduced. Seth Rollins winning. Great match. Um, that's my match of the week. Uh, so real, yeah. real quick, just to do it, I would say with Dijak and Ilya being number one, I'd put the four pillars two. Okay, that was a good uh, match. Seth too. Rollins and AJ. Yeah, Seth Rollins and AJ three. I would okay. do um, Tiffany and uh, Lyra four. And then five, I would do – trying to think here – Honestly, probably Dragon Lee and uh, and Noam Dar. Uh, but also maybe maybe another match from Night of Champions. Maybe the tag match main event. Yeah, that was a, so, another one I thought about saying. But yeah, lot, lots of fun matches this this weekend. I agree. Uh, more on the WWE side. Uh, of course. But, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course. <laughs> WWE on top. Uh, <laughs> Vince, Vince is the superior race. Yeah. We we love Vince. We love Vince. No. Uh, um. What's your uh, wrestler of the week? Who's your wrestler? Okay. Um, wrestler of the week. I'm trying to think because I could I could really go anywhere here. I I want to say Statlander because she returned from inter- mm-hmm. injury, and that's sure. really cool. But honestly, I think I'm going to go, believe it or not, Wesley. Okay. Because I think he's done the most as far as, like, impressing me. He's over awesome. the last like six months, like his North American Championship run, he's gone from I thought he was a transitional champ to he's now the longest reigning. Yeah, maybe the <laughs> and, best ever. Like for yes, yes, it, like it's either him or Adam Cole is the best North American champion sure. of all time. Absolutely. Uh, my wrestler of the week, I'm gonna pick Jimmy Uso. <laughs> like just a, a big All moment. Right. Okay, no, okay. He, he didn't even work a match, man. Okay. He doesn't have to. It's a all big right. moment. I'll let you do it. It's, but... it's all about storytelling, whether you like it or not. Okay. Big moment. Okay, Mister. Big <laughs> Mister WWE. Hey, this is the uh, Jordan on his free time. Instead of watching real TV shows, he just watches Bloodline recaps on YouTube. You don't got to help me like that. 
<laughs> hey, man, you don't have to look at my history like that, dog. <laughs> um, actually, Oscar is a good choice too. Yes, Oscar is a very um, good choice. In fact, I was going to say Oscar because, um, but I would have, I would have given you no shit if you picked uh, Oscar. I was expecting you to say Oscar, so then I prepared Jimmy. Uso okay, okay. But um, I, I wanted to, I wanted to pick somebody that you wouldn't have thought of. That's why, yeah. I, why I picked uh, Wesley. I was trying to be a little obscure because I didn't want to picked somebody that was obvious this week. Yeah, but you can't argue a huge moment for Jimmy Uso, you know. I, you know how I like I like to pick random people that are like I just want to shout out and say that was fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, there's some week. weeks there's some <laughs> weeks where if I if I can't pick a wrestler of the week, I'll just think of somebody that ne- that I feel like needs more attention. Sure. Like uh I know one week I picked Buddy Matthews, one week I picked yep. uh, a couple other people. Uh Bronson Reed is it's somebody that I'm looking at a lot right yeah. now. Uh, Miro is another guy that I'm excited to see back. You know, there, there's a few that, that are, that are on my radar right now. So awesome. All right. That's our shows for this week. Um, oh, that's, and that's our show this week. Um, go ahead. Yeah, and don't, check ex- out- don't expect another one. That That's yeah. it for, for the week. We got to, <laughs> We got we got to raw, watch Raw and SmackDown and NXT and Dynamite <laughs> and Rampage and ROH and New Japan and GCW and and AAA and CMLL and have fun with all that show. Japan. Oh, yeah, anyways. have fun with all that. <laughs> Um, yeah. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Go check out our podcasting friends, the fully opposable wrestling figure podcast, good old wrestling figure podcast. Um, Tales of the Estate with Drew and Caitlin, love that show, and um, the NASCAR show, the um, the in the marbles, in the, in the marbles with Stone and Ethan. I was actually watching the NASCAR. Well, let me let me hear your uh, best yum. <laughs> Heck yeah! Uh, so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Hey, praise, praise Dale, raise hell. That's all I <laughs> awesome, thank you. Gotta so love much. it, brother. All, all right, see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.